22, 22, 22. A very magical date. So if you guys are doing anything today, it should be just spending time on yourself, manifesting, feeling all of that magical energy. I was listening to a podcast summit and they were talking about how you light a candle and that just alchemizes the room. So guys, just do that. Do that if it makes it feel more magical. Uh, One thing that you should definitely do on a day like this is treat yourself. And it's going to be in a way that's a little bit different. It's not buying yourself a Gucci bag, but um, if you're balling like that, go ahead, baby, do what you got to do. So we're going to talk about another hefty topic. I think these are good. And guys, I promise we'll get a guest on here. (laughs) I just want us to set some foundations before we do. So this week's topic is something I like to call the art of self-respect. Okay. So when you're committing to losing weight, what you're actually doing is committing to yourself. And we hear this a lot on the internet, like, oh, living your best life, um, being being your best self or thinking of your best self and then showing up as her or him. So that is true. I think that's one key component that a lot of people don't talk about is being the best version of yourself. Okay, but what what does that mean? We get it, like being physically in shape, survival of the fittest, like through time we have seen it. Okay, we get it. But the biggest thing that we hear about weight loss is more of the physical strength that it takes. About how people are always working out, you know, getting in shape, like pushing it to the max. Again, referencing the hard 75, it's talking about working out twice a day, um, which I still think is crazy, but (laughs) that's only because I work like an eight to five job. So like I said, that wouldn't be feasible for me. But no one really talks about the mental side of it. And yes, we know like, yeah, we hear people and people are getting more open about posting about the bad days. And maybe we felt those bad days where we don't want to go to the gym or we don't feel like doing anything (laughs) at all. No physical contact, no human contact, nothing. We don't want it. And sometimes that's fine. We can't stay in that loop. Um, which I've definitely been in that loop, let's be honest. (laughs) But this is where I'd like to talk about the art of self-respect, just being a key part in your growth. Not only if you're trying to lose weight, but just in general, if you're trying to grow, which is something hard, um, you know, coming right out of college, not going like into a job. Well, maybe you're still in college and figuring out who you are, where you want to be, what you want to do. Self-respect is a I'd say very essential piece in all of this. And it's something I did not have until I started getting serious. So before you start your journey, if you're looking at something to label this self-respect as, label it as a long-term relationship or commitment to guess who? Yourself. (laughs) So you're committing to yourself. Not only mentally do you have to be in a good place where um you know you can't lie to yourself you can't cheat on yourself you can't let others tear you down it's just like being in a relationship why are you going to date someone that you don't love why are you gonna date or promote someone who you're just gonna cheat on 
Or why are you going to let others tear your partner down? You're not going to do any of that, especially if you're in a relationship with yourself and you have set some guidelines and boundaries. On the first episode, I talked a little bit about setting those realistic goals. I think I mentioned the SMART scale, and then the R in SMART stands for realistic. So a part of that in perspective to self-respect is not overselling yourself, not underselling yourself either now. So keep that in mind. And finding a happy in-between of where you can allow yourself to accomplish these goals Sometimes, yeah, those goals feel a lot heavier than they should be. And a lot of times it's because we put that pressure on ourselves. <sighs> Spilling the truth tea. I do this to myself a lot. I I think it was my boyfriend who pointed out, like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not putting any pressure. And then I take a step back and realize, oh, okay, that was me. <laughs> I definitely applied that pressure to myself. But... No one is telling you that you have to lose five pounds by the end of the week. I mean, if you're using that SMART scale, then it might be a little smarter to start off with saying, okay, let's get one pound down and go from there. See your capabilities, gauge where you're at. Because if you start off by saying five pounds and you haven't even tried to lose one and you put yourself in a mental breakdown, like if I don't achieve this goal you know, like I can't do anything. And that's not true. You can do whatever you want to do. You just have to show yourself where you're at. And then let's say you scale it back a little bit. Okay, let me lose one pound consistently. I mean, (laughs) for a lot of people, weight can fluctuate. Like I've seen myself, I came back from Germany and I weighed like, I want to say 10 pounds over. And I was like, pwah. And so a few days of working out, I was just five pounds over. And then the next day I was back to 10. So when I say these goals, like, oh, I want to lose five pounds. I mean, consistently. So like if you're weighing in, then it's consistently five pounds lower than before every day and building on that. But same thing with one pound, just showing yourself, hey, I can do this. I've been one or two pounds down and it's hard to feel like that's an accomplishment, but it is. We see so much on the internet, like, oh my God, boss, 50 pounds, blah, blah, blah. It, it wasn't in one day. <laughs> this didn't happen overnight. I love when people put how long it, it took them to do this, but still, that's not a set date for everyone. Everyone is different. So um, comparison is the thief of joy. So stop comparing yourself or your progress to others because that will only set you back. I promise. Another thing about self-respect is respecting your time. This is a huge one that seems simple to say, but it's easy to get caught up in being busy, making plans with friends, your work life, um, maybe like going out on dates. If you like doing that, then you're spending all of your free time doing that. And um, maybe you're living such a fun lifestyle. Like, yeah, that's good. But sometimes we get so busy that we forget to invest in the most important thing, which is our freaking selves. (laughs) I want to say okay after everything, but just making sure we're all on the same page. Because when we don't respect our time, and we allow others to take that from us, 
or maybe you find that they're abusing it, maybe you're abusing it. Um, and I mean, if you spend three hours in the gym or something, and that's the way you want to spend your time and your day, then by all means, have at it. It's your life. Remember that you're investing in yourself, and that's never a waste of time. And if you only want to spend 30 minutes in the gym because that's all you're comfortable with, then that's okay too. There may be pressure that you feel coming from the media or coming from stories that you hear or maybe someone at work is like, yeah, I spend one hour in the day at the gym minimum because otherwise nothing's going to happen. Otherwise, I'll never lose weight. Don't listen to that. Any movement is so good for your body. It doesn't have to be specifically 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 20 minutes of cardio, 10 minutes of this. No, guys, there is no formal calculation of how this works for you. Is more time better? Yeah. Probably. Is more time necessarily always better? No. I've seen people spend four hours in the gym and half of it's talking. And okay, yeah, do you, that's great. But if you're effectively training, like let's say you go to the gym for 10 minutes because that's all you have and you spend it on the stair stepper, you got that thing bumped up to eight. Pooh, you are putting in work, maybe even more work than someone that's been there for two hours. So stop comparing it. When you feel the workout, that's good. When you're feeling the movement, that is good. And uh, at the end of the day, no one can judge you for that. And if they do, they kind of suck. So, yeah. <laughs> Another piece of self-respect is knowing what you want. Okay, you can't go into this blind like, uh, I I want a flat stomach or I, I want like a huge ass. <laughs> okay, I'm sure people set that goal out. Yes, but look at the bigger picture. What do you need to get there first? Learn where you lose weight on your body first. You can't just build an ass out of nowhere. I mean, okay, you can thrust that thing up like 300 LBs every time, but you've got to build your endurance and know what you want. So let's say this scenario, yeah, I, I, want, a, I want a big ass. I want a fat ass. Then, uh, <laughs> then you've got to start somewhere where you know, okay, in order to get this, I have to do this. Research it a little bit. Um, see if there's a way that you can get to it. For me, I just in general needed to lose weight um, because I just did not feel good. I did not feel myself. So, But my end goal is wanting a flat stomach. I still don't have one. <laughs> I still want one. But um, by setting that goal, you'll feel better when you're working out knowing like, okay, I have this goal. If you're working out just to work out, go you. That's amazing. <laughs> but mama over here has got some goals. Big ones. And I'm not going to lie. There's some days when I went out with friends and I just wanted to drink excessively. <laughs> just because I knew I could. But what was new for me is when I had started this off and got super serious and started gaining some of that self-respect, lingering in the back of my head was how far I have come. How fucking hard I had worked just to shed five pounds or maybe two pounds. It's crazy. Like here in conversation with my friends, 
I'd see them drinking, eating, like, all of this stuff all the time. Like, saying, like, oh, I never go to the gym, but I lost five pounds. And I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? What? I've been busting my ass for a month and a half going to the gym consistently, and I have seen nothing. So, now I've got a different mindset where I'm thinking, hmm, am I going to throw this all away for one drink? That I could easily substitute out with something else. You know, I never thought like that before. Uh, you know, even though I respected myself, I wasn't necessarily respecting my body or monitoring the things that I was putting inside of it. Like I said in my last episode, I was eating really well, but there was still a missing piece. And I did not understand for the life of me what it was until I realized that it was because I had no knowledge on how bad alcohol was affecting my body. And once I started to respect myself, stop going out excessively, and stop drinking excessively for no reason, let's just add that in there, <laughs> into, I was truly monitoring what I was putting into my body. I finally realized that I was not respecting myself before. I don't care what I said, how much confidence I had, I was not respecting myself. I had zero self-respect. Am I saying never to drink a damn margarita ever again? Fuck no. Drink that margarita and enjoy it. You don't have to push it though. You don't need five of them. Who are you trying to prove something to? I mean, if it really takes you five margaritas to start to feel it, like, poof, I don't know. DM me. We can talk about <laughs> we can talk about that offline. But still. I'm just saying that you have to put yourself first and put what you want in to have as a goal in mind. And for me, what I wanted to achieve was to lose weight. And I wanted that more than any damn margarita in this world. So for me, it was a lot easier to put that in perspective and to say no to things like you know getting another drink even getting a drink period because I knew it would get me closer to my goals and that would that that drink if I were to order it would set me back it's just like if I took one step forward by going to the gym every day that week then for me the one margarita would be like taking 10 steps back and everyone's different just my metabolism is not the best so Maybe for you, you can really chow down, like, five burgers and be fine. But for me, after, like, one, it's it's already pushing it. <laughs> also, something that's really important is when you're on this path of self-respect, people are going to notice. And some people might even get jealous, and that's where you have to hold your ground. Like, hard. <laughs> hold your ground, stick your feet in the ground, do what you got to do, but stay committed to yourself. People are going to start asking, like, why are you not drinking? Or they'll make fun of you, like, oh, I see you got that salad. Like, what? Are you trying to lose weight? Like, blah, blah, blah. I had someone tell me that, and I was like, she knows I am. Why is she doing me like this? But still, I, it, it looked like a bomb-ass salad, so I can't even argue with that. But I'm not going to lie. In the past, I've 100% let people talk me out of making healthy choices or making respectful choices for myself because I was weak. I had no self-respect and 
in that moment, I didn't want people to think I was trying too hard to like be healthy or to lose weight because it was kind of already embarrassing how bad I let it get, if I'm going to be honest. In all honesty, just shout out to the pandemic because <laughs> that helped me, uh, you know, take out a lot of those like situations where that I was put in, like eating out or getting takeout a lot, um, being around people from my past or giving into those little things that would only push me back from my goals. And yeah, like in that moment, I would pretend like I didn't care or try to make it seem cool that I was eating and drinking so much. You can't see it, but my head is bobbing. <laughs> it's bobbing around. Like it seemed like I'm cool that I was eating and drinking so much. And the reality is it's just overconsumption. And it is completely unnecessary. And once you respect yourself, it's going to be a lot easier to make those decisions. And, and honestly, to overall stay disciplined. That's a huge thing in this process. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But being disciplined throughout your journey is one of the key factors to how you will be successful. There's something that's called 5S. It was created by Toyota uh, a long, long time ago. And so the five S's are sort, set in order, shine, standardize. And the last one is the hardest one. And it is the reason why five S isn't as successful as it can be when people implement it. And it's because it involves consistency, discipline, and for everyone to be on board. And that is the word, the fifth S is sustain. That sustainability piece in this case, is all up to you. Um, you know, the good days, the bad days. Like I said before, we can't be 100% all the time. But it's your life, and it's your decision what you want to do with those bad days. You can sit down and mope about it, or you can take the little energy that you do have and invest it back in yourself. That's one thing that kept me going. To be very honest, is I... I would find myself laying down like really sad about things and or saying like, I, I really can't today. And then mentally I was like, yeah, you actually can, you know, just go there and see how you feel. I brought this up to my boyfriend the other day. There's only been really two times where I've driven to the gym, not wanting to go. And two times where I've actually left. <laughs> there was one time in the parking lot I just sat there and I was like, I cannot go in. I am not doing this. It, it'll it be all for nothing. But I at least drove there. So I guess points for that. <laughs> and then there was another time where I walked in, I started working out and I just did not have the energy for it. And I left. So that being said, you never know your capabilities. Just Go feel it out if you just want to walk a little bit. Like I said before, any movement is good. Very good. If you just want to walk around your neighborhood or walk up some stairs, something movement is good. You want to dance a little bit, go ahead and dance. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm swaying. Guys, just get that body moving a little bit. When you start exercising more and Making those little decisions and those little changes, like going to the gym when you don't feel like it. Putting down that second donut when you realize it's not really worth it. And 
you know, hanging out with your friends, but saying no to that margarita because you have worked your ass off to get to where you are. You don't have to be guilty and you don't have to prove anything to anyone. You are perfectly fine and you are strong enough to say no. What a strong ending. I'm re-listening to it and making sure it makes sense. And of course, it doesn't flow at all. (laughs) But I think there's some good takeaways from that. So have a great week. Have a wonderful and magical day. I had just had some magical french fries from McDonald's for the first time in like five years. And we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Bye, guys.